to Bad Movie Sunday. I'm Ashley. I'm Amy. And today we're back with a guest you probably heard before if you've listened to a couple of our other episodes. Um, Sebastian. Hello. He was on the... I Kissed a Vampire episode. So if you've heard that one, you've heard Sebastian before. He's back again. If you want some more Sebastian, (laughs) here he is. We're getting the people what they want this Mm -hmm. week, Ashley. (laughs) And uh, do you want to say what movie you chose? Today we are going to be watching Welcome to the Jungle. Oof, not the Jumanji no. movie yes. with The Rock, Kevin Hart. That's that's the subtitle, I believe, e- of right. Jumanji. But uh, this is the 2013 Jumanji, and um, it's... It's a l- little different. A little different, but like, same, same vibes, mm. tropical. Yeah. There's an island, there's some adventure. They're in a jungle. They're in a jungle. There's some chaos. A lot yeah. of chaos. <laughs> Things escalate real quick in this movie. Um, do you want to explain why you chose it? Well, after reading absolutely no review of it, uh-huh. um, that's typically how we do. Yes, yeah. I I saw the picture and I thought, huh, there are a bunch of people who are dirty, <laughs> like in the poster. They're they're like they're like covered in dirt. Yes, and. Welcome to the jungle, and I've kind of been like craving a little jungle recently. Ooh, like y'all. it's because I'm a very city boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so, a little variation from the theme. Have you ever been to like a jungle before? I mean, like, does like the Dawn Valley count? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Yes. <laughs> Ashley, have you ever been to a jungle? Um, I mean, <laughs> are there any jungle? Recently, you went to Machu Picchu. Yeah, Are there any which is in that general area. area? Yeah, Machu Picchu is in the jungle. Oh, um, but we took a bus there. So. <laughs> but you were like in the near jungle on the bus. Yeah, our bus was like inish the jungle. So uh, yeah, but like second place definitely goes to like the ravine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh, the, the ravine. Yeah. the one ravine. There's a, there is only one <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Others try. In all the worlds, Mm -hmm. in all the towns. Yeah. Yeah. Others try, but they can never achieve. They can never, yeah. Have you never been to the ravine? The ravine? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Plenty of times. (laughs) Who has? My home away from home. (laughs) I live there sometimes. (laughs) When I need a little bit of dirt on my face, I just hunker down and I have a bath (laughs) in the ravine. (laughs) What ravine exactly? There's one in Upsong, Toronto. Just one? <laughs> it's like super long. It's called the ravine. It's literally called the ravine. It's it's an upshot as of the Don as Valley. I know. Yeah. It's part of the Don Valley. I thought you were joking with me. I thought <laughs> the ravine. <laughs> okay, so first uh, thing that comes up on Google when I typed in the ravine is <laughs> the ravine condominium. <laughs> is that is that the one? Just, <laughs> if you just go to Google Maps, it, oh, would yeah. probably, it would be like the long green stretch that's Toronto. I never leave my apartment. I've been living here for <laughs> 21, almost 21 years, and I've never even heard of the ravine. <laughs> Good to know. Maybe uh, after this, we're going to take a trip. Roll down. play a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> down to the ravine. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, so you just wanted a little ravine? Yeah, a little ravine. <laughs> Right. I was okay. ravenous for the ravine. Oh, I love that. that was, I'm yeah. putting that in the description, really. Yeah. <laughs> ravenous for the ravine. Ooh, that's really good. Okay, well, if you guys have not heard of this movie, because I haven't 
heard of it. I was looking up someone's IMDb and yeah. happened to be on there. Uh, but if you guys haven't heard of it, I have a super short summary from IMDb and it says, a company retreat on a tropical island goes terribly awry. Yeah, that's That's the movie. Okay, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> for a movie that like I've never heard of, mm-hmm. was honestly kind of hard to find on Google. It's got like not a great cast, but it's got like weirdly some well-known people in yeah. it. Yeah, like two people. <laughs> <laughs> like those two people, I was not expecting. Yeah, you know? Adam Brody is in it, who's been in like a lot of little things that I can't even name. Like one of his. Yeah. But he other... looks super familiar. Yeah. He's like bland man. Yeah. He's, he's just like there, and it's like, oh, you. But we were talking about like Paul Giamatti the other day, and I mean like two months ago. And Paul Giamatti is like also in everything. He's the guy that looks a little bit like a turtle. <laughs> and if I showed you a picture, you would know exactly who he is. Let me just pull up a picture of Paul Giamatti for you. But <laughs> he's like always like a dad or like the sidekick. The oh sidekick. yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Adam Brody is kind of the same uh, in that way. But also, John claude Van Damme was in this movie, (laughs) (laughs) which I was not expecting. Um, Have you guys ever seen any of his, like, classic movies, such as the ones I'm going to look up on Google right now? (laughs) I feel like I've heard his name thrown around a lot, but I didn't recognize him immediately when I looked up his list of movies later. Like, I'd (laughs) never heard of that movie. Yeah, me neither, but he's very famous. <laughs> we promise. He's C-list famous. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, in a lot of martial arts movies, I guess. He's, like, Belgian um, Jackie Chan. Hmm. <laughs> he's Belgian? Yeah. I thought he was French, but I'm. he's Belgian. Okay. There's a difference. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. So, dumb question time. Yeah. They speak French in Belgium, right? Yes. Okay. It's like dialect French, I think. Because I'm doing... <laughs> I think. I'm doing Duolingo right yes. now. Yes. For, for French. And um, half the fucking questions are all about Belgium. <laughs> like, that's like the only thing they talk about. And I'm like, what? that's a random country to put in there. <laughs> so I'm assuming they speak French. I mean, like, I've done Duolingo and, it, and there are questions where like, my bears have eaten all my apples. And I'm like, <laughs> where do you live? What, what language were you doing? I was doing German. Oh. And... Uh, but, like, I don't know why <laughs> bears, bears, like... What? Like, I, okay, I do Italian, and all of them are normal. It's like, the woman eats the apple, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's it? <laughs> Can I just say, like, once you start to get to where Duolingo is trying to teach you, sort of, like, in time, you know? Like, mm. they're like, you always do this, you never do this. Uh. But, like, the sentences that they structure for you to say... Yeah. Are like the most confrontational things. Yeah, they can <laughs> They're be. Like you always do this. <laughs> yeah. You never hang out with me. Don't just trying to get me to fight someone. <laughs> At least you can now. Like yeah. yeah. Really, if I need to like fight with a French person, you like, can just go to France and be like, you never hang out with me in French. <laughs> yeah. And some random French guy will be like, ha ha ha, no no no. That's exactly just, correct. If you gotta talk to Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> And you don't want Yeah. Why don't you hang out with me anymore? You don't want to confront him with fists, obviously. Yes. He's got that martial arts background. <laughs> yes. But Ooh. verbally? That's true. Maybe he's not as much of a fighter. Mm. Yeah. See, I got More of a lover. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to start the uh, pickup lines lesson oh. of oh. YouTube. Do all I go. First, yes. I gotta finish food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
feel like we talk about Duolingo a lot on the show. Yeah. <laughs> it comes up. Yeah. I'm on day 71. Wow. Italian streak. Haven't. Oh, man. Yeah, I started exactly 71 days ago. Oh, really? Haven't not 100? Not, <laughs> haven't missed a day. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Away from this Duolingo talk. So, if you guys are new to Bad Movie Sunday, we're a podcast that talks about bad movies. We watch them so you don't have to. We roast them. We toast them. Have a lot of fun. So, we hope you enjoy this episode. Now, before we actually get into the breakdown of the movie, what happens, we're going to go through it scene by scene. We have a little bit of a drinking game for you, which if you've been here for a while, you know that we have um, a specialty shot, sometimes drink, that we have before every movie that you can make if you want to. Or if you don't drink alcohol, like water. (laughs) (laughs) Get hydrated, kids. Eight glasses a day. (laughs) And then we're going to have a couple points for a drinking game for you to drink along uh, to this movie so you can bear it. And Amy's going to go over the shot now. So today, we have... Because last time Sebastian was on, he mentioned Jungle Juice, which we didn't use for our drink on the I Kissed a Vampire episode. But we are going to use for today's movie because Welcome to the Jungle, Jungle Juice, perfect fit. So I actually have a recipe here and what you need is one bottle of vodka, one bottle of rum, a gallon of lemonade, two gallons of orange or mixed fruit juice, two to three quarts of fruit punch, and fresh fruit garnish. Or just go down to your local frat house. Yeah. They'll, they'll hook you up. They'll hook you up. So, um, super simple. All you gotta do is uh, pour it into a large bowl. All of it. And then you add some fruit as a garnish. You're all done. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian said you could just use literally you, anything. You could. Right? It's, it's a back of the fridge type of mm-hmm. alcohol. Mm-hmm. You just get whatever you have, mix it together. If... And then mix juice to water it down. Mm. And then... Some fruit on top? Some fruit on top. You're all good. Yeah. What could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) This is maybe a drink you want to share with some friends. Maybe. A couple gallons worth. A couple gallons worth. We did tell you to hydrate yourself. That's maybe a little too Mm. much hydration for Mm -hmm. one person in the span of two hours. But, you know, um, you know you best. (laughs) So you can decide on that. And we do have some points. So, Ashley, what is your first point to drink along to? I only have two points, really, for this movie. Not a ton really happened in it. My first point is every time Chris, the main character, gets called out for something he didn't do. Ooh, my first point is there's this, like, chanting music that comes on every so often. So every time you hear this, like, chanting-ass song, just drink. (laughs) Um, my last point is just every time there's an inappropriate, you know, poop, fart, date joke. (laughs) That's a lot. It's a good thing we made a whole bowl of trouble juice. Okay, I have three more. Um, every time someone says the word pussy, every time you see an animal, uh, dead or alive, doesn't Mm. matter. And every time there's a campfire scene. Mm. There's a lot of campfires in this movie. So yeah, now that you have all of these points, um, you can drink along to our podcast. We'll try to say drink every so often. Or you could um, drink along to the movie itself if you want to pause this and go watch it. Although you don't really have to. Again, not a ton really happens in this movie. But if you care about spoilers, which there's not a ton of, um, you can go back, watch the movie by yourself, come back, see our thoughts on it. Or listen, probably listen to thoughts. our thoughts. Read my mind, Xavier. <laughs> so otherwise, beware spoilers. We're going to go over the movie scene by scene right now. Um, go. Oh, me? Okay. take it away. (laughs) It starts off with a scene uh, that takes place in an office 
we meet Chris, our main character portrayed by uh, Adam Brody, and he's in this pitch meeting where they're trying to sell this guy their design for his toilet paper company. He's a packaging designer. Right. Uh, so they're, the other people in the office are showing their designs, their shit, Adam Brody reaches under the table, takes out his own toilet paper packaging, he puts it down, the guy loves it, goes crazy, there's like a koala on the package, mm. really sells it for him, and uh, everyone in the boardroom starts chanting his name, cheering, he's like, the shit now. Um, but actually, he was napping, and that was all a dream, <laughs> and he wakes up when his boss is like, trying to talk to him. And we immediately get kind of a feel of Chris's personality. He's a bit of an awkward guy. Um, he keeps saying the wrong things. He's kind of like, when he's practicing the presentation that he's actually going to give, like in the real world, um, he sort of like fumbles over everything, just like from the way he interacts with his coworkers to just kind of how he generally is. So the design that he showed in the like dream sequence um, was a real design that he made that he wants to show to the client not in a dream <laughs> and he has this like rival in his workplace sort of is that his boss i think that's like his like his i don't know the head the, like the department head or something okay. right like super supervisor or something. Uh-huh. right 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 and his name is phil and he's a complete fucking douchebag yeah, <laughs> he's like the just imagine a douchebag uh and he looks and talks exactly like that yeah. that's who he is <laughs> so chris made a design that he wants to pitch to the client he shows it to Phil, his boss, direct superior, whatever. Mm. Phil's like, mmm, that sucks, <laughs> and Phil, like, shoots him down immediately. But turns out that uh, Phil's a fucking snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which, like, fits with the whole jungle thing. You can't drink if you want to, because he's a snake. <laughs> yes. Let's see how many animal puns we can get going. Ooh, oh, my yes. Because um, he stole Chris's design and pitched it to the client in the meeting himself without Chris being there and like stole the credit and everything. The client loves it and now the client loves Phil, not Chris. And you know what? The most douchebag thing he did out of like stealing whatever, he's pitching the the design to the client and there's a koala on it, right? And before he was roasting um, Chris about, why does your koala look like a goblin? <laughs> First of all, it has soulless eyes, it is not even cute, whatever. And then, not only does he steal the koala, he names it after himself. He's like, this is Koala Phil, and he will represent your brand, and blah, 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 which I didn't notice until I went back to uh, write down the scene by scene, but a super douche move. Yeah. Yeah. And the koala didn't even have any alliteration with its name. Yeah. Yeah, which was a point that. that which is a very fair point. Yes. <laughs> but, like, also, like, the Charmin bears <laughs> don't... <laughs> Which is like what they're kind of playing off of, I guess. Yeah, but like it's not a requirement. <laughs> it's not a requirement for alliteration, but yeah. it makes the world a better place. Yeah, Kyle Koala. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Katrina Koala. King Kong Koala. Oh my gosh, that one. Ooh. King Koala. King Koala. And then he has a, like a little crown oh, crab? on. Wait, it's that's the so best cute. toilet paper. Oh my gosh, Ooh. we should have pitched this. Yes. Chris, who never. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So Chris is uh, not happy with that, obviously. He didn't get any of the credit for that design. So he goes to his uh, boss. Not Phil, his boss, but like the, the higher up than that boss. I thought that, that was boss. just like his best friend. Oh, I thought... Th- 
No, CEO. No, like the, the black CEO. Guy. Oh, <laughs> I thought he went to his friend first. Oh, Never mind. <laughs> he like complains to his friend, but then he goes to like the CEO of the, of the company, and his friend's totally like, yeah totally snake him out yeah <laughs> <laughs> which he tries to but the ceo doesn't believe him he just yeah. like shoots him down okay too. the ceo mm-hmm. is uh, a really weird dude mm. and also he taught me one thing that i don't know if this is true or not but he says it um so i'm gonna assume it is but the blt dates back to the 19th century the 1800s people just be eating blts <laughs> sherlock holmes <laughs> up in 221 baker street eating a blt <laughs> I, I mean, we don't, we didn't do any fact checking on this episode. Like, that like, sounds possible. Tomatoes have existed. Lettuce has existed. <laughs> bread existed. Like, they, who thought like, to combine and coin BLT? The name might not have existed back then, yeah. but like the the act of the being of the sandwich may have. <laughs> do you know what though? Like the guy when he's talking in this scene, he makes a fair point. Because I, weirdly related to this, <laughs> he says um, that Chris may have thought he came up with the idea, but like, you know, a lot of times people think that they came up with something, but turns out they fucking didn't. And that's why he mentions the BLT. He's like, when I was a kid, I thought I was like some fucking genius, came up with the BLT myself. Um, <laughs> can I just say... When I was a kid, I thought I came up with a lot of things. Oh, that no. Out, I didn't. Okay. We'll need an example here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even more than one. Um, uh, I don't... Okay. This, did any of you, when you were a kid, like, mush your ice cream up? Like, in the bowl, just, like, mush it up? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I fucking invented that shit. The active like, mushing? <laughs> Of mushing my ice cream. Did you I was limit like, yourself to just ice cream? Or were you like mushing your peas up and you're like, wait a second. This could be like something good. You mushed up some potatoes and you're like, hold on, I think I'm onto something. Babies everywhere come calling your name. Like It was just ice cream. That was like my one specialty. So did you mush it up until it was like a puddle? Or was it still like solid? It was, it was like more of like a slush. And I thought it was... I thought I was the only person in the world that did this. And I went over to my friend's house one day and her mom saw me doing that. And she's like, oh my God, I used to do that when I was a kid. And I was like, heartbroken. (laughs) Oh man, do you, please tell me you have another example of this. Oh, just like words. I thought I came up with like, holy moly. (laughs) Turns out I didn't. I heard someone else say it and I'm like, oh, did you get that from me? You, you reinvented it, though. <laughs> yeah, I rebranded it. <laughs> to be fair, there are a lot of things that you say that I've started to say because we hang out a lot, especially over text. I say LMAO with, like, five O's yeah. <laughs> because that's what Ashley does. <laughs> so, in a way, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> we got a Shakespeare over here, though. <laughs> Did you know that Shakespeare invented the word elbow? Uh, <laughs> that can't be real. I think it's real. He what? invented a lot of a lot of words. He invented the word stuff. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that one. That is also just like I've never fact checked that, but <laughs> someone told it to me once, and I've just believed it. Just so take our word for it. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. true. There's uh, this musical called Something Rotten, and it's all about Shakespeare. And there's a song that was cut from the musical, but uh, they did a performance of it at some event, and it's called something Words You Never Heard or something, and it's like the words you never heard except for me and Shakespeare's (laughs) name. And there are so many words. 
Um, can't think of any. <laughs> Except elbow, but uh, trust me on that one. Damn. So what did people call elbows before? The knees not have arm knees. Arm knees. But yeah, um, we, if you've listened to our Scooby-Doo episode that we put out a while ago, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we had to watch the, the Scooby-Doo live-action movie that came out in like 2002 or something. And since then, I've been using the word zoinks. <laughs> like, unironically, just in conversation. Someone would be like, oh, I did blah, blah. And I'd be like, zoinks. <laughs> um, and Ooh, no one, <laughs> not a single person has, like, <laughs> called me out on it or thought it was strange. So I'm just going to mm, continue with it. I, I, called, I remember calling you out once for saying dope. Because it didn't fit with your, your brand. But I think Zoinks definitely yeah. does. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. like that better. <laughs> the other day, uh, I was listening on Spotify to my daily mix that they made just for me. And this Sugar Ray song came on. And I'm like, where have I heard this Sugar Ray song before? And it was from the fucking Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> Oh, that's such a good movie, guys. If you uh, haven't heard that episode, we do like a full breakdown on Sugar Ray, so <laughs> tune in for that. Um, Can I also mention about the scene where he's uh, being a rat? Not just a snake, but also a rat. <laughs> um, and he's snitching on Phil to, to their boss. Um, The boss is very, like, when he's talking to Chris, all of his phrasing and his metaphors are all uh, super sexually charged for some reason. And for like five minutes, they're just talking about like, you know, this isn't like dick stroking competition, but if it was, I would totally win because I'm like so good. And he, he's holding this award that he won. And all the while he's saying this, He's stroking it like his dick. It, but it, like, stayed on that scene for, like, way longer than it yeah. needed to. Yeah. Every so often in, in this movie, they'll, like, one of them will go off on a tangent that has nothing to do with anything mm-hmm. else. Like, once, oh Chris God, is like... like <laughs> yeah, like, like, like this podcast. <laughs> Chris is, like, talking to his love interest later on in the movie, and he'll be like, you know, this is so unfair. It's as fair as, uh, unfair as publishing companies who refuse to, like, publish my fantasy novel, and even though it's better than George R.R. R. Martin, you like, blah, 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 and he goes on for, like, ten minutes, and she's like, what are we talking about? <laughs> That's literally this podcast. <laughs> That's <true>. Another <laughs> relatable scene out of this movie. That, you know what? Uh, me and Sebastian were talking about this a little bit before, but uh, this was a good movie. I'm going to say it. Okay, yeah. We'll get into the full <laughs> reviews at the end, but this was, like, not a terrible movie. I'm not gonna lie, I laughed, like, a lot. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it I was like, funny. consistently laughing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. There were a lot of, like, parts where they would say something, and this is the noise I would make. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you just got punched in the yeah. stomach by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Van Damme. You gotta do, like, that aggressive exhale with your nose. <laughs> 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 I was like somewhere in between those two. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that all... does encompass most laughter, though. Yeah. <laughs> all the air left all, my body all at once. <laughs> so the boss decides that the office needs to get along a little better. So he decides to send everyone to an island to like learn teamwork and do team building exercises and everything. And he hires like this fucking jungle master military man. To guide them, I guess. Survivor man. <laughs> yeah. Um, his name. His name is some macho something like like storm. It's exactly that. Storm muscle bitch. It might as well be. Yeah. I feel like the first name was Storm. The second 
name was some muscle bitch. <laughs> no, no, that was it. That, that was, was it. it. Let's just stick with that. That's yeah. what it's going to be. <laughs> so Storm Muscle Bitch <laughs> is introduced when uh, the boss gathers everyone in the office for this team meeting. Uh, Storm sitting in the front with his chair backwards, arms on the back. <laughs> cool like teacher a cool style. teacher. Yep. Except, okay, the thing about Storm is that JCVD. Mm. Let's go to short oh, night. Jean Claude Van Damme. Wow. Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> we, we started to do this thing where we tried to. Well, Ashley tried. <laughs> shorten people's. You know, celebrities that have yeah. like three, four names yeah. or something? Like J Lo. Mm. J Law. Yeah. Mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Scarjo. Scarjo. I've never heard that one. Oh. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. I'm, 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 oh. under, I'm under a rock, so like, yeah. But we were talking about um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt the other day, and Ashley wanted to do like a cute little nickname for him, kind of in the style of ScarJo or J-Law, mm-hmm. and what she came up with was um, Jagorle. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, and then yeah. later we were talking about Robert Downey Jr. Long name again, right? Redoujou. <laughs> So now what was it for Jean-Claude Van Damme? Oh, Jacquelavida. So Jacquelavida. <laughs> That's like a villain name though. It's got like claw yeah. in there, Ooh, you know? Jacquelavida. Jacquelavida. It sounds oh like, my God. It sounds like, um, what are they called? Belaclava. Like, you know, know they're, they're, is, like, they're like, they're like a the neck, they're like mass neck warmers. They're like, like the, they're like the ski mask that you wear mask. when you're yeah. burgling someone's house. Oh yes. my gosh. Or like for skiing. He's got to or wear whatever. You know, to each his own. Jaclavida. Mm-hmm. He's like the, what, like German villain or something, you know? A James Bond mm. kind of villain. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He's pointing the laser at James Bond's dick. He's like, mwahaha, Jaclavida. <laughs> what? You know that scene where James Bond is like on the table and then there's like a laser like coming oh, towards okay. his dick? Okay. <laughs> is that James Bond or is that Austin Powers? It could I've be never- both. See, I was picturing like a like a laser pointer. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. Like I was picturing like like you know how like snipers have yeah. when there's like a laser, but I was I like, but he, but he just has like the laser in his hand, so he's just like I was like so <laughs> he's, he's like a PowerPoint he's presentation, like, but he doesn't have a board, so he's using James Bond. Uh, yeah, well, maybe I don't know anything about James Bond, anyway. so I've never seen one James Bond. Uh, movie, unless Austin Powers counts, which I've seen them all. Um, but yeah, uh, Jaclavida is super tough muscle bitch <laughs> that they hire. Um, but the thing about JCVD, I'm not gonna say Jaclavida. Mm. I'm not gonna remember that. The thing about JCVD is um, he's about sixty at this point mm. when he's doing this movie, and he looks like he's like four foot ten. <laughs> and he like... does look like that. He's a very small thin, wiry kind of guy. So the only... He's not intimidating in a way that, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson mm-hmm. is intimidating or, like, Vin Diesel is intimidating. Or, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like. Yeah. He's intimidating in a way that he's the only one in this office wearing, like, army gear. And a tank top. And a tank top. <laughs> and he's sitting like a weird teacher. So he has all of this, like... Confidence? Confidence and uh, energy to him that is kind of off-putting, but not because of his muscles. <laughs> Which I thought it was a very weird choice to get him in the role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Especially because he's playing the kind of ex-military, mm-hmm. like, you know, Lord of the Jungle fucking... Yeah. <laughs> like, he's supposed to be this super macho, super intimidating guy. Which, you know, comes off as, like, not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's intimidating in such a weird way that I'm not sure it's the way that they want it. Mm. But I guess it works. Yeah. Like... <laughs> in a way, it does. Like, even if he was, like, six foot ten, or... If he was the way he is in this movie. I still wouldn't, like, want to pass by him on a street yeah. with too much eye contact, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to pass by anyone with too much eye contact. I don't want to go on the street. <laughs> go out of my house. Just stay home. <laughs> just stay home. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because it was kind of weird. Hmm. So they hire him to be, like, their guide for the island. And the way that they get to the island is, like, on this shitty cargo plane. Yeah. Um, and it's the funniest scene. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember laughing. The pilot is like 90 years old. He's like fucking He has like arthritis. Like he's like shaking. The plane is probably older than he is, which is saying something. They're all like, we're going to die. They don't have proper seats. Oh, so good. I thought, yeah. Except for the girl. The girl, what's her name? Allison? Lisa. Lisa. That's like the same name. She was the only one who was kind of like, eh, it's fine. Like, Lisa is the she was kind of ready to die. She's the coolest person the whole movie. Like, nothing bothered her this Except whole time. Except in the meeting when the boss was like, I've been here for 27 years. He was like, and that could be you. And she was like, and that could be me. <laughs> then she was freaked the fuck yeah. out. Tigers? Doesn't bother her. Fucking <laughs> airplane crashes? No way. Snakes? Mm-mm-mm. I mean, like, actual animal snakes, but also Phil? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does creep around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she brushes it off a lot. Yeah. But like... <laughs> Business meetings? Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's scary. Uh-huh. Thinking about the future? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> also, she's the only one that never gets, like, dirt on yeah. her. The whole movie. Mm-hmm. She's wearing, like, a white shirt, too. Yeah, yeah like... <laughs> perfectly clean. Like, after one day of Survivor, everyone in Survivor is, like... Mud. Mud. <laughs> like, they live in filth now. Yeah. Embrace it. <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> So they get to the island, and here, Chris, during this whole movie, keeps falling into these unfortunate situations, kind of by accident. (laughs) There's so many. This is why this was one of my uh, drinking points (laughs) coming up here. Um, Basically, his co-worker, Phil, the asshole, is, like, spying on the female co-workers getting changed. (laughs) They're all, like, putting on bikini tops, and he's, you know, he wants to borrow Chris's binoculars. (laughs) To spy on them. Um, so Chris has got to stay there to get his binoculars back. In the bush. In the yeah. bush. And eventually he decides it's enough and he tries to stop Phil. But he ends up like stumbling out of the bush and Chris is the one that gets caught, not Phil. Which makes me wonder, why did he need the binoculars if they were right there? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> They're like five meters away. Like, yeah. And they weren't exactly being quiet. Like Yeah, they yeah. were arguing shoving each other um also for some reason let's just get past the whole thing about the girls changing like right in the middle of this field here um why are they like feeling each other up also (laughs) (laughs) they're co-workers yeah and then co-workers like you don't know anything about outside of work Right? First name basis. Yeah. That's that's the level of familiarity and yeah. then that's it. Stops mm. brick wall. Uh-huh. Like But they're like not afraid to They just go at it. Go like, for it. <laughs> but also, cause here's the thing, if I know I'm going to the beach and I gotta wear like clothes, but I also gotta wear like swimwear, 
I'm gonna wear that swimwear under my clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like plan it. Yeah. yeah. Like they know exactly what they're getting. They're going to an island. Of yeah. course, there's gonna be water there, and they're changing into bikinis like in the middle of the open. Like, yeah. They're only there for like two days. Mm-hmm. That day being one of them, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were there for like a weekend. Yeah, they got there in the morning. Just wear, just wear your bathing suit there. That's what I do. <laughs> But thing is, like, if there's any possibility that I'm gonna be going to a, a beach, which you can't really do in Canada, but or I don't know, a pool the or something. Yeah. <laughs> Strip down, get comfortable. This is my ravine now. <laughs> river in the ravine. You gotta wear that shit underneath, man. Uh-huh. There's not gonna be any place to change. And um, they knew doesn't that. Doesn't matter them though. Yeah. They know they're going to some like abandoned island, yeah. Scooby-Doo mystery island type shit. Scooby and like they island. didn't, they didn't go away from the group. They just, like, went, like, ten feet over and were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and here's the thing. When they catch Chris spying on them, they're not even, like, Phased. bothered about it. They're like, hey, you having fun over there? And he's like, yeah, and then he walks away. And they're no, like, he was like, okay. He was like, I saw a cool bird. Like, yeah. They're like, oh. And they're like, oh, cool, you're a bird watcher. That's neat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, Phil, there are so many lines in this movie that I wrote down, and, um, in this scene, Phil says, Just once I'd like to eat a fortune cookie out of Jenny Wong's butthole. <laughs> and then he goes on to say something about, I know it's not sanitary, but we're going to have such a good time. <laughs> um, wow. No, we don't have time to unpack all that. <laughs> Let's just move on. <laughs> oh, another line? Sorry. When they, as soon as they get to the island, um, Muscle Bitch or whatever his name is, is like, Welcome to Big Mama's Nature House. <laughs> Love that one. Mm. That, that's just a goodie. Mm. Also, when Chris is... Chris has a, a friend, co-worker, that he's, like, hanging out with the whole movie. And his friend is, like, super high all the time. Mm-hmm. So his friend brought some weed that he was smoking in the car. But Chris was in the car at the same time as his friend was smoking weed. But Chris, like, specifically said, I don't want to smell like weed, so I'm not going to partake. Um, but Muscle Bitch comes over when they're on the <laughs> island. <laughs> And smells the weed on Chris, not his friend. So Chris is the one that gets called out for smoking. Yeah. And then after that scene, we jump immediately uh, to the campfire. Take a drink. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what happens during the day in this scene. Just the campfire. Life happens. Life they happens. got the firewood. Oh, yeah. That probably that. took all day. Yeah. And <laughs> JCVD is telling this story around the campfire about this... Uh, this group of people on this island and everything went haywire and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, do you know what story I'm talking about? That's right. Pinocchio. (laughs) (laughs) And the island was Pleasure Island. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then he he goes on to say, they spend all day eating candy and playing pool and then they all turn into donkeys. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. (laughs) I love that. Um, I think he was talking about, like, Lost or Lord mm-hmm. of the Flies or something. He was talking about Pinocchio. Yeah, Pinocchio, That's they the do turn into donkeys That's and they the do play cool. Yeah, like they... No, 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 I yeah. meant the part about the, the island going amok. No, they they, no, they all turn into donkeys. Yeah, but no, that's, that's Pinocchio. Does Pinocchio take place on an island? No, part but they it. go to an island when he's, like, being all... He gets, like, When he's having his, like, midlife crisis or whatever and he's like, I want to be my own boy, like... <laughs> Literally thought it just took place in 
whale? The fucking workshop <laughs> the whole time. What's his name? Like Geppetto's workshop? You have also not seen Pinocchio in a long time. <laughs> no, I am not. Wow, I'm very shook. Um, mm-hmm. Did not know. I did not know Pinocchio took place on an island and had a bunch of candy and playing pool and they turned into fucking donkeys? Yeah. Yeah, but like. But it's because they were like, they were made asses of. Midsummer like, Night's Dream. Yeah, home. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they just yanked that from it. Like. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, found a list of words that Shakespeare invented. Elbow is on here. Bandit. Critic. Dauntless. Dwindle. Lonely. Lackluster. Green-eyed. What? <laughs> to describe jealousy. Oh. Because oh. before that, green eyes did not exist. Shakespeare invented the genetics. like. Yeah. And others. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> he just likes to make, make shit up. God damn. Yeah. And those are all like... Very well used words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, green eyed. Who would have? Who would have thought? I mean, it makes sense. I'm green eyed of him. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, green eyed of you for making that joke before I did. Uh, when I was okay, I was a very. <laughs> I'm still quite gullible, but I was a very gullible child. Oh, he made that word up too. Gullible? No, no child. He didn't. <laughs> In my first trick, <laughs> he made up. Sorry, he made up skim milk and swagger. Wow. Yeah. He made up swagger. Unaware, I uncomfortable, undress, unearthly, unreal. So before Shakespeare, everyone was just dressed. Yeah. And aware. And aware. Oh my god. And real. Sorry, what were you saying? Um. So we've proven that I'm still quite a gullible. <laughs> but as a kid, I was arguably more gullible. Um. <laughs> So I had this book when I was a kid of the Bernstein Bears. Mm. And oh, the Bernstein Bears? Yeah, whatever the Mandela <laughs> thing with that I is. don't really know. What's the real... Because I thought Bern, it was Bernstein Bears. It's Bernstein Bears. Oh. I think. I think it's like the... Except like, no, the it's not the end, in this but like, universe. It's Bernstein. Yeah. <laughs> in whatever universe I grew up in. Yeah. Um, And I had a book that was about like the sister getting jealous. Of, oh, sister? Yeah, the sister... Mm. Sister? No, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love when their friends are like, well, I'm going to Fred's house later. It's like, okay, brother. <laughs> they're just, they're, they have a really close group of friends. Yeah, okay. I always thought it was so funny how Bernstein Bears and Franklin were like the fucking opposite. Yeah. Like, Bernstein yeah. Bears, it's like everyone has a name but the main family. Yeah. And Franklin, Franklin's the only one with the name. Everyone That's else true. is like, Bear, Mama Bear, <laughs> Rabbit, whatever Goose. they're called. <laughs> yeah. So I had this Bernstein Bears book that was about. The sister getting jealous of someone, and she ended up like turning green throughout the book. And I was like, "Oh shit, I can't get jealous ever. I'm gonna be green." The green-eyed monster. Yes. Yes. Oh my I God. remember that. Also, I just looked up uh, Franklin, and the guy who voices Franklin is—I don't know if you guys watch Shit's Creek. I do not. Oh, he's one of the guys from Shit's Creek. Wow. Yeah. So he stayed on the same creek. Yeah. No. In, In the, the ravine. Ravine. Yes. Also, I looked up the word gullible in the Oxford English Dictionary, and its first usage, recorded usage, was in 1877, way past Shakespeare's time. See, I don't even want to comment on that in case it's not true again. Do you think this is true, Sebastian? I I believe you. I think we have a trusting relationship. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. Okay, Amy showed the receipts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but we have proven already that yeah. you are still a little bit gullible. <laughs> a little bit. Let's see how many times we can prove it throughout oh, this episode. Oh, I love that. 
Did you ever... There was this commercial for... Okay. Oh, there were two commercials. Oh. For people that lived in Canada. I'm not sure if this was just a Canada thing, but also I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> um, there were these stupid commercials that would come on TV every once in a while <laughs> that were like... Commercials for Canada or some oh, shit, the right? Oh, the PSAs? The PSAs. Like the nature yeah. ones or like the kid ones? There was the a ones lot like of them. The ones like the be careful of what you watch, like like not everything is real, the house hippos. How's this? Oh, yes. oh my god, okay. Oh my god, was that the message of that? Yeah, ad? that was that was it. Like, uh, not everything oh. is real. Don't okay. believe everything. Here's, here's the context for this. In the early 2000s, uh, every network in Canada, well, not really, every, <laughs> every kid's network in Canada would uh, air this PSA during commercial breaks where they would show you this house hippo and he was about the size of a mouse and it would show him at night he would like crawl into chip bags and eat your leftover peanut butter crumbs so don't leave anything out on the counter because you might attract some house hippos like rats or (laughs) whatever. Um, And then at the end of that they would say jokes don't believe everything TV says, but literally nobody waited around. Yeah, for everyone that was last like, part. "I want a house hippo." Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think I ever saw the end of that ad because I grew up until I was like twelve or some shit, thinking that house hippos were a real yeah. thing. Uh huh. Um, do you guys remember all these weird other Canadian PSAs? Do you remember the oh, one yeah. with uh, the there's a little boy and two little girls, and there's some French music playing in the background, and it's a PSA for, like, staying fit or staying active or participation or something. And he's running away from the girls because they want to kiss him. Yes. yes. And then he's like... <laughs> and eventually he stops. And they smother him with kisses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you better run away from those girls, so stay fit, stay healthy. And there was another one that was an ice cream truck one. Yeah. Where the ice cream truck was going and the kids were, like, chasing it and chasing it. And then it, like, drove away, and it was like, be in shape so you can outrun a truck. Like, <laughs> you know what, like, that's good so motivation, though. Go get some ice cream. Yeah, like, <laughs> Stay fit, kids. Yeah. I also remember this one, and it's for, like, it's not even for anything. It's just, like, literally, like, a be yourself message, mm. where it's all these kids, and they're, like, discovering, like, their weird little quirks. Like, one guy, like... Right, the, like, bugs. Yeah, yeah, like, there's, like, a bugs guy. There's, like, a guy who's, like, I love to make dinosaur noises. And then he makes, like, the worst dinosaur yeah, noises. He's, like, like Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, <"Ugh."> <laughs> <laughs> But then I remember so distinctly. Like, I can hear the... There's this one where this kid wants to be a magician. And he wants to cut his sister in half. She's in the box that you, you saw someone in half in. And I, I can hear... Her voice saying, Mom, Aiden cut me in half again. And that's oh, yeah, the yeah. only thing I remember from I do remember that yeah. oh, oh, damn. These are like ingrained. For all of you international listeners. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry you couldn't uh, see these for yourself. Go on YouTube. They're yeah. everywhere. There was, they also used to play like just reenactments of Canadian history for no reason. Uh-huh. Like in between commercials or something. They just like... <laughs> Just show, like, a clip of pioneers doing pioneer things, and then they just move on. (laughs) I don't remember that that. I know, for some reason, the clip was, like, a third of the screen size, (laughs) so it was, like, really small on the TV. It's the weirdest thing. Do you guys remember the ones that were, they, they were probably the same length as all these other ones, but they seemed so long, because they'd be, like, it'll be, like, about wilderness species, and they'll be, like, this is the snow owl, and then it'll be... (laughs) The commercial would be, like, stuck on a snow owl for, like, 30 seconds without saying anything. And then at the end, it'll have the theme song go, Hinterlands, Canada. 
Wait, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. different animals, <laughs> but they were so fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, this isn't a Canadian thing, but do you remember? Um, there were these candies that I'm pretty sure were in the states too. Um, that were like fruit flavored and had these little like jelly gushers. Them. Gushers. Mm. Oh my god. Okay. That was scary. That was actually terrifying. Sebastian, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the commercials those, for gushers. Oh my god. They scared me away from gushers. Yeah, I never too. had like. I thought my like, head was going to turn into a gusher. Yeah. If you don't know what gushers is, I mean, and you've never seen these commercials, basically they're these fruit-flavored candies, and the commercials for them were like um, like a demon world. <laughs> it was like these... I remember one specifically. There were these kids playing ball hockey on their driveway, and the guy who was the goalie was like not great at hockey. <laughs> so everything kept getting past him into the net. So he's like, mm, better eat my gushers. So he pulled out these like watermelon flavored gushers and he ate one and his head turned into a fucking watermelon. Oh my and god. And it was massive and he blocked everything and he was like super good at hockey all of a sudden. But I was like, mm. fucking cheater. First of all. <laughs> Performance enhancing drugs. Oh my god. Like, he's been gushing this whole time, I swear. <laughs> But I thought my head was going to turn into a fruit if I ate any of these. So I didn't have a gusher until I was, like, 15. And even then, it was like, do you want a gusher? And I'm like, um, how about, no. <laughs> the gushers, here's what I'm thinking, is the gushers uh, commercial universe, the GCU, mm-hmm. exists in the same dystopian place as the Yop commercials. Because do you remember oh, when man. they go, yup, me, me mama. mama. But then their mouths are moving in like a very weird yeah, like, way. And too much, too but much. like the rest of their head and body is not moving it's at like all. It's like if you had a bobble head, but only the mouth yeah. moved. <laughs> yeah. Too so, much and uncomfortably so. Like, yeah. Just to extend um, yes. our commercial. <laughs> On our tangent. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, a um, Kool-Aid man just fucking breaking through your oh, door. Man. Oh, yeah, that's terrifying. That's, yeah. <laughs> I feel But we digress. (laughs) We we digress. A lot of these things make sense in like the adult world. You're like, oh, that's a funny commercial. But like to a kid, "Mm, that's terrifying. (laughs) I never ate a gusher for like years. I think we should bring it back. (laughs) Yeah. Bring back gushers. Or bring back the fear of gushers. (laughs) Yeah. Kids today don't know. (laughs) Kids today don't watch enough commercials. No, they really don't. To be afraid of commercial items. We need like a gushers YouTube ad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? YouTube ads are too good nowadays. Yeah, and you can skip them. Like, yeah. back in my day. Back in my like, day, I had to hold my pee until there was a commercial break. And then run. And every time I had to pee when there was a commercial break, it was like 20 seconds. But every time I didn't, it was like five fucking minutes. <laughs> I never even got to do that, though, because my mom does this thing where she hates commercials. Um, so she'll watch two shows simultaneously. <gasps> oh my gosh. On TV. We'll be watching one thing that's like the main thing we wanted to watch, mm-hmm. right? And then a commercial will come on. So my mom will switch to a secondary channel that's playing something else. But then we'll get caught up watching the secondary channel. So we miss parts of the first channel because the commercials don't line up perfectly. Yeah. My stepdad does that a lot. And I remember when I was a kid, he was watching like something dumb. Like a dumb action movie, like Charlie's Angels or something. Um... Probably not that. <laughs> but he was also watching American Pie. But every time there would be like a little raunchy scene in American Pie, he'd switch back to the dumb action movie. But I wanted to see American Pie because I didn't know what was going on and why he was so like deflective. Because yeah. I knew something was off when he switched not in the middle of the commercial. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, what's... So I kept hoping for commercials in the other movie oh. so we could get back on yeah. this American Pie train. <laughs> 
don't think I saw like any good scenes in American Pie. Or, or the other movie. Probably. Or the other like, movie. <laughs> I don't even remember what the other yeah. movie was. Uh, let's. I guess we have to get back to this movie. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. So over what I assume is like the next couple days or the next day or something, they're doing these team building exercises, which is like the point that they're there in the first place. Um, one of which is just like screaming yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. They have to do like a blindfolded race in the forest. But, but they're all blind. <laughs> in the forest. Yeah. And, also- and there's no goal. Like they, he didn't say go from here to here. He was like, okay, you're blindfolded. Trust your partner. And then your partner will trust you. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Like, and then, uh, to make him, like, super untrustworthy, he takes out this fucking boombox <laughs> out of this, like, pile of leaves that he put there earlier. And he puts on tiger sounds. And everyone's, like, freaking out, like, oh my god, there's a tiger. But nobody takes off their blindfold except for Adam Brody. They're all just freaking out about this tiger with their blindfolds on. <laughs> Adam Brody takes his off because he's, like, <laughs> normal. <laughs> And he's like, guys, there's no fucking tiger around. We're all fine. We're, you know, the, there's no jan- danger. We're all safe. Um, and then Muscle Bitch, <laughs> like, sets off these explosions. Yeah. yeah. He set up, like, mines all over the forest, and he sets them all off, and they're, like, <laughs> like, freaking out. They're like, okay, maybe there is, like, a little danger now. This is getting into, like, Tropic Thunder territory, um, where shit's getting real right now. So after all this team building stuff, Chris is like, he goes out to the the jungle to take a piss or something, and he finds their pilot, like, dead in the middle of this field. First of all, he pees on the pilot. (laughs) He's whole... Can I also mention that his... Sebastian, you would know about this a lot Mm. more than I would, but his pee stream seems unnaturally high. It, it like, went... Higher than his head. Like, I was like, there's some pressure that's inside. Is that inside. supposed to happen? Um, from my personal experience, uh-huh. no. That's some movie magic. Can I ask, like, a personal maybe question? <laughs> you may. When you pee like that, standing up. Yes. When you pee, does it, like, go up into an arch? Or do you just, like, pee right, like, directly from point A to point B into the toilet slash on the ground? So. <laughs> What's the trajectory so, of so this? So, here's an analogy. So, do you have, like, a, one of those, like, water bottles that you can squeeze? Yeah. So, you know how when you squeeze a water bottle, it'll go where it's aimed? Right. And if you aim it up, there'll be an arc. Okay. It's like that kind. Are you like, it'll to go. Aim it, you it don't up? Sque- <laughs> Okay. You. Let me ask you something. If you are in the woods, nobody's around, there's no, like, place that you need to aim, like a urinal. You aim down so it doesn't splash. Okay. Like, down and away from you. Given the freedom. Given the freedom. Like, you wouldn't go for height. Okay. Like, distance maybe, but like... You know what? He was gushing. Those are some performance-enhancing gushers he was taking (laughs) right before he peed. He peed onto the pilot's corpse. Um, Which he didn't even know it was a... He was like, oh man, is he sleeping? Sorry, man. (laughs) I'm sorry I peed. Is he still peeing? (laughs) The thing is, he doesn't stop when he sees him. Uh He just keeps going. Um, And then he just is like, man, you're lying really still. And then he leaves. Like, he doesn't, like, go down and check. Because if he was asleep, you don't want to be asleep. Sticking around to for the guy to find out that you just peed on him, right? You gotta get out of there as soon as possible. Mm. You gotta give some excuse, like, oh, so yeah. there's a jellyfish on you. <laughs> but this, strangely enough, isn't the first movie that I've seen where someone's peed on a corpse and not immediately noticed it before. <laughs> Can I ask what the 
other one is? Yeah, I talk about this movie a lot, and I feel like Ashley knows this movie intimately, not from watching it herself, because I don't think you've ever seen it, but um, just from the way I talk about it, it's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay, that's what I was figured. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is doing this murder case, and someone's trying to frame him, and he's in his hotel room, and he's just like, mm, taking a whiz, and there's this dead body in the corner of the bathroom and he he's peeing into the toilet the dead body is like beside he looks over he does a double take he turns his body <laughs> midstream starts peeing on the corpse he has to call up he's an actor in this movie so he has to call up this detective that he's been following around to you know take detective lessons for his role and he calls up Val Kilmer who's the detective and he's like hey man there's a corpse in my hotel room and uh, Val Kilmer's like okay just don't get any of your like finger prints on it, whatever, I'll be right there. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I peed on it. Val Kilmer's like, what are you, what? Why did you do that? Everybody needs to get their kicks. Yeah. So you should all watch that movie. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, that was a great scene. He goes back, he tells everyone, oh yeah, I, I pee. I don't think he mentions that. I don't think he mentions part, that. But he says there's a corpse in the woods. Um, of their pilot, who is their only way off the island. Yeah. So Muscle Bitch is like, no guys, no, don't worry. I can probably fly the plane. I can get you home. It's all cool, don't worry. Um, but then he immediately gets attacked by a fucking tiger. <laughs> First of all, it's the dumbest thing, because this girl... Oh, um, Louise from Bob's Burgers is in this? Oh. As yeah. The, as yeah. the girl. The funny one. The funny one. Yeah. yeah. As the funny one. And she's like, hey man, uh, I just saw a tiger. Um, is that going to be an issue? And he's like, mm, there are no tigers on this island. Yeah. Immediately after he plays tiger noises for them. Yeah. He's like, let's go check it out so I can prove to you that there's no tigers on this island. Um, why would you do that, first of all? <laughs> Second of all, they go off to the place where she saw the tiger. He's like, see, no tiger. Immediately, mid-sentence, <laughs> gets attacked by a tiger. Yeah. And it um, and tackles he, like, him. And he like holds it <laughs> off for a bit. And I'm like, what kind of cheap tiger was this? <laughs> yeah. Like, and he's like, hey guys, I'll be fine. Like, Don't even worry about me. He's like covered in blood. Um, and the tiger's gone off, and he's like, tiger's not coming back. They never attack twice, like, yes. lightning or something. Yeah, yeah. And the tiger, like, tackles him into the fucking ocean. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Muscle he's, like, Bitch dead. was wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, he's dead. We think he's dead at this point. Um, they both fall off, like, a cliff, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, and there's, like, the rocks under the cliff. <laughs> like, it's rocks, and then the ocean, and the waves, like, come up and crash into the there's rocks. There's, like, five like, things that should yeah. kill him, and yeah. it's just a matter of what's gonna get him first. Yeah. It's not even matter of if he's dead so like <laughs> what kind point. of swiss family robinson island was this <laughs> that had just like a tiger and it, like i'm assuming they were in america where yeah. this island, unless they like flew to like i don't because know where tigers are they flew but they like, started in the morning and the plane got there still when like the still sun was pretty bright so like i'm assuming they're still like in the greater america area mm. but like where are there tigers long island <laughs> <laughs> oh man this one just escaped from the bronx zoo <laughs> Where, yeah, where yeah. they are, were. See, and there was, like, a part later when they found, like, I don't know, infrastructure. And I was like, oh, this island used to be a zoo. That explains the tiger. But no. That was, no, like, that the was, only animal was, other than snakes and birds yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was there. Were there any birds? Uh, maybe. He, he said I mean, he was bird watching. Mm, so that's to, true. So, to, yeah, he had to have been telling the <laughs> truth. Because yeah. he's a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
maybe it's like a Madagascar situation. Mm, like there was like yeah. a, a plane yeah. for zoo animals or something that crashed on this island. Mm. Madagascar prequel where they're trying to get five of them onto the island, including this fucking Tony the Tiger ass <laughs> guy. Uh, but they only get the four of them. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> never mentioned the other one again. Yeah. But this is where he is. Mm-hmm. So. Now they're trying to decide who's going to be the leader because they're like, okay, the guy that was just, you know, leading us and was kind of our only chance off this island is uh, fucking dead. <laughs> so Phil, the asshole from the beginning, tries to become the leader. But when a co-worker gets bitten by a snake, Chris is the one that knows exactly what to do because there's this whole backstory, side story where... Um, Chris was like a Boy Scout when he was an a kid. Eagle Scout. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Excuse me. What's I'm the an difference? Eagle Scout. Um, one's a bird, one's a child. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> like... <laughs> Were you guys scouts as kids? No, I no. hate the forest. Hey, me too. I kind of wished I was. For the cookies, right? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the main re- I was like, I want to sell cookies. Uh-huh. Like, Do you think if they don't sell them all, they like get to keep some? I feel like they just save them for next year. Uh-huh. Did you guys ever do that thing in your elementary school where you had to sell a certain amount of chocolates during yeah. this one week? Oh, yeah. But like it was just your parents yeah. <laughs> that bought the chocolates. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My dad just like bought a box, one yeah. of the big boxes, and he was like, I guess I'll bring it to work and like give them out. That's exactly like, how it goes. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, I think yeah. I got like a keychain for that, so thanks, Ooh, Dad. Pretty good. I don't think I did any. I don't think I sold any. I'm just like, here, take them back. Yeah. Whatever. So the people immediately turn to Chris now. They're not interested in Phil being the leader because Chris is the one that actually knows how to survive and can, you know, let the rest of them survive on the island. And they have a little montage of them doing a great job surviving. Like the but- gathering nuts and like <laughs> building like the fire to like, like a signal fire to get ships to notice them or whatever. But that only lasts for like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what one I little explain, montage. Uh, just like at the office, mid-afternoon, everyone's tired. Yeah. Everyone's sleepy. No one wants to do work. And Paul keeps trying to upstage Who's Phil. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking French on Duolingo, and the only fucking name they give me is Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, a known French name. Yes. <laughs> um, Phil keeps trying to upstage Chris and everything he does. He keeps provoking him, and he eventually stages like this revolt, <laughs> yeah. kind of. So now people start following Phil instead of Chris. He, he found, like, a boar. But, in, like, like a, the, one like, that's been dead for yeah, a while. Like, like a rotting yeah, one. Like, like, diseased. <laughs> it looks gross. And Chris is like, yeah, we definitely should not eat that. Like, because he also comes, like, with coffee. And he's like, the coffee maybe, but, like, that pig will, like, that disease you. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, but everyone's like, no, I think it's cool. And they all eat it except yeah. for, like, four people who are the normal people. Yeah. And they <laughs> yeah. also all drink this coffee yeah where he explained it but where did he get this fucking coffee it was cocoa leaves no it was uh ginseng i think or something like that which apparently is a hallucinogen at least in this i have no idea if that's like a thing that i don't know it does in real life but it's like (laughs) some high potent stuff yeah because they all just yeah everyone full orgy (laughs) like Everyone gets super high except for the four main characters. Um, and eventually Chris gets like sick of everyone's shit and he decides to leave the group of crazy people to go to the other side of the island and like actually survive because they're like, we don't want to fucking collect nuts anymore. We want to have orgies. <laughs> yes. so, we want to drink coffee and have orgies all day. Um, That's a so, move, I guess. 
So it's Chris, uh, Chris's love interest, Lisa, and... His Seth Rogen-looking friend. <laughs> yeah, his stoner friend, Jared, and Jared's ex, Brenda. Mm. Yeah. Brenda and Jared keep fighting the whole movie. Yeah. They fucking hate each other's guts. But, like, in a lover's quarrel yeah. kind of way, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they get to their own camp that they make on the other side of the island, they eventually find Muscle Bitch? Yeah. <laughs> like, first still all, alive? First, okay. I gotta mention, there's another campfire scene. Yes. Where uh, Chris and Lisa are having a moment. Mm-hmm. Oh gets, my gosh, they yes. get They, like, get, like, this close to, like, keeping that moment. Uh-huh. Until Bob's Burgers girl comes in, like, <laughs> guys... I got to take a shit right now. <laughs> They're like, okay, cool. So, like, are you going to do that? She's like, oh, man, do you think I should hold it? Because I've been holding it this whole time, but also, like, it really wants to come out right now. So what do you think, guys? Like, I need your opinion. And they're like, yeah, I think you should take that shit, like, far, far away, far 50 yards at least from mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, you right, you right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go take a dump right now. See you later, guys. You want to come with anyway? I'll see you later. <laughs> It's like an eight-minute scene. Yeah, like, like she goes on and on. And it kind of kills the moment. Just yeah. like a smidge. And then after, they're like, yeah, maybe we should go to bed now. <laughs> um, but before they can do that, they hear a scream from the woods where she's supposed to be taking a shit. And Seth Rogen-looking dude's like, that's not her poop scream. So we better investigate. Which begs the question, what is her poop scream? <laughs> maybe it's like more like a... Uh, <laughs> you ever have those days where you just got to, uh, uh, I guess we won't get it. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, they find the military guy, like still alive somehow, and he tells them that he found a bunker deep in the jungle somewhere, just like, you know, casually, like, as you do, just straight out of lost. Also, I just want to mention this part where they find out that he's not actually a military guy yeah. he's been faking it the whole time um <laughs> and before he admits that there's this whole exchange and he's like i've survived three wars <laughs> and they're like which three wars <laughs> and he's like the storm <laughs> the rain and uh Ar- iraq somewhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> <The rain. laughs> which i love that <laughs> So Muscle Bitch takes them to the bunker that he found, where they find a busted radio. And they're like, oh my god, we can probably get off this island if we can get this radio working. But there's a part that's missing from the radio, and they decide that there's probably one on the plane, right? They they crashed in, or (laughs) just landed. Yeah, just just landed, yeah. Um, So... The problem is that the plane is back at Phil's camp, so they decide to go steal the part. Or they decide to ask for it, like to (laughs) to go and get it. Because he's a nice guy. So at Phil's camp, it's gone from like zero to (laughs) one (laughs) hundred. I don't know how much. Like overnight, they were gone for like one day. Yeah, yeah. Like, but everyone's gone like insane from these drug plants. They got like war paint on. They've got no clothes. mm, They're talking like. Not normally. I don't know how to describe it. They resorted to like some minor cannibalism. Like. Yeah, one guy has lost three fingers and because they've eaten it. Yeah. Even though they had like so many nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so Chris decides to ask Phil for the radio part, but Phil's like not having it. He tells them no immediately. But and he's like, if you come back, I'm gonna have to kill you. Well, first he and he's like, do you want to stay and like 
do like the running of the camp because because Phil has like turned into like their god and they yeah. like they built like a statue of him uh-huh. and like a he's really like nice one yeah. too made out of sticks and stuff. yeah and he's like wearing like I don't know like face paint <laughs> and stuff guess. which like where did they make face paint I like, think it's just mud <laughs> I don't know it was like darker I don't know <laughs> I think, have, I think later in the film, or like in a, in a couple scenes, um, Chris does the same yeah. thing and he gets it from berries, I think. Maybe. Right? Okay. I don't know. Okay. We'll say berries. <laughs> okay, but yeah. if they have berries, why eat the guy's fingers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Everyone has their things. I, like, maybe he just really needed an excuse. I feel like, yeah. honestly, it's yeah. been, for yeah. a while it's been coming. Yeah. <laughs> At the office, there were some heated exchanges. Yeah, he like, kept joking about it. Like, <laughs> wouldn't it be so funny if I, like, <laughs> fucking ate, like, your finger? Yeah. That'd be so funny, right? <laughs> I wouldn't, but... But, like, given the chance... Like, if, if I, I had to, like, out of anyone at the offices here, I would eat your fingers first. <laughs> I think like, I'd have, like, a side of ranch, maybe yeah. some Thousand Island, but yeah. I'm, not that I've thought about it. Like, that, <laughs> that's so dumb, right? Like, it's yeah. such a dumb idea. <laughs> anyway, so Phil's, like, a god. Yeah. And Chris is, like... And he goes to Chris and is like, hey, so, like, do you want to, like, do, like, the boring running of the camp thing while I'm still the god? Like, you can, like, organize the berry pickings and whatever, like, so that we can, like, survive. But, like, <laughs> I want, but I still want to be, like, the god. The god who has, like, my assistant is now, like, my cat. Yeah. Pet, like, he's like, on a leash. Like, yeah, this guy, he's just, like, petting yeah. him. They only have so many fingers between them. Yeah. So they're going to run out yeah. eventually. But Chris is like, um, no thanks. Nah, I'm, so, I'm out of here, actually. <laughs> Phil's like, okay, if you come back, we'll kill you. Sweet. So, like, Bye. peace out. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he's, like, super discouraged now, but Lisa, who's his love interest, gives him, like, a little pep talk. Well, first he has a fight with the Seth Rogen guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seth Rogen's guy's like, yo, I'm out of pot. I'm, like, super irritable right now. Uh, I just want to go home, get some more pot, Snoop Dogg it up. Yeah. You are not letting me because you didn't get the part. And then they call each other pussy, like, ten times. Yeah. And then uh, Adam Brody, Chris, storms out. And then, yeah, Lisa comes over, gives him that sweet, sweet pep talk. You know what? I actually like this scene. Right. I like this scene because, like, at first, I thought he was going to make this transformation into some douchebag yeah. guy. Because he's like, nice guy thing isn't working out for me. It never has. But then, Lisa comes in with this strong-ass message like, nah, man, you can still be a nice guy, but there's like a time and place to be mm-hmm. nice. But there's also a time and place to stick up for yourself but not lose your integrity. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sweet. I can do that. both. <laughs> yeah. Both is good. Um... So yeah, they have this nice little talk that mm-hmm. I actually really liked. In this and that's movie. where he goes off on his publishing deal, publishing tent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for no reason, yeah. which has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Uh, so now he decides to go steal the part that they need for the radio. They have this whole heist. Everybody's involved, yeah. even Storm Bitch, Muscle Storm Bitch, Muscle <laughs> Bitch, yeah. who they accidentally like leave behind when they get the radio part eventually. He's just, like, in this wheelbarrow because yeah. he can't walk because he's like been shredded up by that fucking tiger. tiger yeah. <laughs> so Chris decides to go back for them because they got the the part for the radio that they need. They get back to their camp and they're like. I think we're forgetting something. <laughs> Seth Rogen starts working on the radio thing. Chris goes alone. But now Phil knows about him. He knows that he was in the camp. He knows that he, he's coming back. So um, when Chris goes to try to get Muscle Bitch back, he gets knocked out mm-hmm. and kind of kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. um, and all the friends get kidnapped too. The best friend, the love interest, 
other love interest. No, Chris doesn't get kidnapped. He, like, trips and falls and knocks himself out. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Right, right. Because he's just, like, he wakes up. And all his friends are over there, like, tied up and shit. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh no. And he hears um, Phil being like, guess we gotta kill him now. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I guess I gotta do something. Yeah. <laughs> gotta save them. Yeah, Phil is about to, like, execute the friends. He's got, like, a one of those head chopping boards already. Yeah. Um, first, he doesn't really want to, but then everyone on the sidelines is like, kill Kill, kill. And he's like, like, oh shit, I guess I guess I have to. And it's like, y'all were co-workers like a week ago. Like two like, days ago, like, really. In like an office selling toilet paper branding. Like, <laughs> like you got a, a lot of pent-up rage. And a lot of weird drug shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, but Chris comes in, last minute, saves the day. He like interrupts their whole execution thing. Uh, he somehow like super quickly built these... Stick wings? Like falcon of? wings? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> Captain America who? Yeah. Um, and he's, he manages to get up on the top of this cliff yeah. nearby. And he's like, hey guys, can Phil do this? And he like soars down onto the ground. And all the drugged up people are like, he's a god. Like, yeah. Because it looks like he's flying. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, can Phil do this? And he takes out like two stones and he starts like making flames, which like catch onto his wings and he's like oh shit he has to take him off but everyone's like oh, he can make fire out of nothing he's a god and phil's like um those are just magic tricks blah 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 and they're like mm, you're dead to us now we don't care about you phil so <laughs> chris then ends this whole thing by challenging phil to a fight to the death um because when lisa said stick up for yourself what he heard was yeah i'm gonna fight him to the death <laughs> What else could it mean? I, I don't know. Maybe, like, conversation? I don't think so. Mm, Unless oh. he's taking that Duolingo French. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you always take credit for my graphic design. <laughs> you never let me cannibalize your fingers. <laughs> so Chris ends up winning the fight to the death, but doesn't kill Phil. He just, like, ties him up or whatever. He, so. Yeah. He, like, he's, like, straddling him. He takes off his belt. I'm like, oh, fuck, where is this going? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he, he hog ties him. There's some dude at the... <laughs> Like watching, and there's another dude like, oh man, this is like getting really gay. Uh, that's that's so weird. And the other dude's like, yeah, that's so weird. And then pans down, he's like a full ass boner. <laughs> and then later, when they're in this pit fighting, and when Chris gets out of the pit, he's like, hey Brett, you have like a full ass boner. I mean, you're cold, man. I don't. It's it, <laughs> maybe do something about that. Like, <laughs> you do you, but uh, <laughs> don't have it pointed at me. Like. Yeah. <laughs> So now Chris is back in charge of everyone, pretty much. Um, and one of the guys comes running up that he saw a ship off the shore. So they're like almost rescued. They have a flare gun with them that they are like, oh my god, we can just, we can shoot the, the flare gun and the ship will know exactly where we are. And Phil comes out of the pit. He like somehow uh -huh. unties himself, which is weird because like Chris was like an Eagle Scout. Like shouldn't yeah. he be good at tying knots? Isn't that like the mm. only thing you do? Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know much about the scouts. Maybe but... he spent so much time on that building the wing uh, mm, mirror badge yeah. that he forgot to get the yeah. the simple ones, the yes. not ones. Now, so Phil comes out to be like, "I'll kill you now for real." And muscle bitch, muscle, yeah, <laughs> muscle bitch like... um, gets out of his little wheelbarrow. He runs full speed at Phil, and he uh, he roundhouse kicks him in the fucking face. <laughs> Which is like the one JCVD signature move that they included in this movie. Uh, and then, yeah, Phil took him down. They get that ship. Or they, he shoots the flare gun into Phil's statue. His yeah, stick statue. His stick statue. 
lights on fire, the, the ship ends up seeing all the smoke, um, so then the rescue team comes onto the island and they end up getting rescued. And um, um, Stoner Guy and Bob's Burgers Girl, they get back together, mm-hmm. super in love again. Chris and Lisa share a little kissy kiss. Mm-hmm. Military guy just gets arrested for yeah. impersonating a military yeah. officer. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Phil doesn't get arrested for fucking cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no questions about it. He does get left on in the island, though. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so, they like, didn't find him. Because he just, like, stayed in the fucking pit by himself, yeah. right? He was like, yes. nice. Because the, he knocked him out, like, with the yeah. roundhouse kick. So, yeah. And then they just, like, were like, okay, bye. <laughs> They're like, oh, is there anyone else on the island? They're like, no, mm, I, I don't think we'll so. We'll do a quick head count, but, like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, one, two. Yeah, no, everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they're back... At home, in the office, uh, Chris is talking to the boss. The CEO guy. The CEO guy. A lot of more sexually charged um, innuendos in this scene. But eventually he gives Chris a promotion, which was uh, Phil's old job. And Chris is like, you know, this is what I've always wanted. I've been dreaming about this day since I was two years old. Uh, It's been at the top of my vision board. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? Fuck this. And he rips up the little business card that the guy gives him and he's like peace i'm out i quit and then lisa pokes her head in the office she's like i quit too peace (laughs) and um the last scene we see is phil still on the island tiger growling cuts of black but everyone else from the office just goes back to their work at the office yeah and it's like i feel like there should be like some therapy stuff like in between there i think after all of that happens maybe i would want to find a new job it's like like, (laughs) i was talking to someone about this but in Grey's anatomy like every season either someone's like shooting up the hospital (laughs) or like someone's a ghost or like there's like a bomb threat or like just a lot of shit happens but they never like move to a different hospital to work yeah because they're loyal i i guess yeah i feel like if you've slept with literally every single person in the office and you've had like your fingers eaten by your co-worker Mm -hmm. um and you tried to kill half your co-workers and they tried to kill you like maybe you don't change of scenery like (laughs) you never want to see them again but yeah um that's it that's That's the movie which honestly i don't know if the way we described it quite uh did it justice did it justice mm-hmm. but it was better than i thought it was gonna be it yeah. was really good actually and the only thing i want to mention is that i super duper wanted them to have killed phil mm. yeah. by the end um of the movie i thought the tiger was gonna come back I and thought, like i was hoping him. I, like <laughs> and like tackle him the yeah. same way like into the yeah. ocean or some shit same way he did with jcvd mm-hmm. um but yeah, I wanted it so badly, I compiled a seven-step plan on how to do it. Oh my god. And Ashley, this this is such a goof. Ashley, I know you're going to appreciate this goof. Oh. And I want to look you in the eyes as I'm reading this um, to figure out which step it finally clicks for you. Okay. So this is our plan to kill Phil. Take the car, go to Mom's, kill Phil, grab oh. Wiz, go to the Winchester, oh. have a nice cold pint, and wait for all this to blow over. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies of all time, girl. You have to step three. That's pretty good. I oh. thought I was going to have to say Winchester before oh, you got it. That's from now. Shaun of the Dead. Okay. They're like, oh, we got to kill my stepdad, Phil. So they have this whole plan <laughs> about killing Phil. Oh, if you haven't seen Shaun of the Dead, it is such a good movie. <laughs> Oh. That's all I want to do. I wrote that on like, oh. especially for you. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, we can get into the reviews right now. 
So we're going to get into some IMDb reviews right now. The first one is by user Johnny Handsome 891 <laughs> Johnny Handsome? Johnny Handsome. Mm-hmm. Very confident. I love it. <laughs> uh, they give it a 1 out of 10, and their tagline is, Oh, look, Van Damme has hit a new low, even for him. Oof. Oh, God. I love no punctuation. <laughs> I get it, especially for you. <laughs> Thank you. What happened? Didn't they want to produce your East Block movies anymore? Or couldn't you come up with the money for a new movie? How What's the, the... Wait, sorry. What's the title of this? Oh, look, Van Damme hit a new low. Okay, oh, sorry. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> how the H... Oh, how the hell. Okay, got it. Sorry. I'm like, what starts with an H? <laughs> how the um, huck? <laughs> how the hush? How the H do you write 10 lines about a movie that is so bad you want to claw your eyes out after the first 25 minutes? Okay, I'll try <laughs> Nobody asked <laughs> The dialogue is forced and sounds like they read it off of a cardboard poster outside of the camera view. I get the impression they try it hard to pretend the camera's not even there. There's no on-screen chemistry between the actors. They seem like they hate being there, which makes me wonder if this is part of a community service or something. <laughs> oh. Just to be clear, Van Damme got no comedic talent. Warning, spoilers ahead. Doesn't matter for this podcast, we just spoiled the whole movie. <laughs> At one point, I was actually hoping Van Damme would get eaten for real by the tiger, which was, by the way, <laughs> the best actor in this. <laughs> which, incidentally, was the most exciting scene in the entire 90 minutes. The movie lasted. <laughs> End of sentence. <laughs> How on earth did people get money to something this bad? I'm assuming they meant give money, but... <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's it? That's a whole review? Yeah, that's the whole review. How many people found that one? Help. Four out of ten. The second review I have is by user Murmur Muggs Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Muggs Bradshaw. Uh. <laughs> that makes more Murmur. sense. <laughs> they gave it a three out of ten, and their tagline is blah blah blah. So this is what Van... Why is everyone commenting on Van Damme? <laughs> So this is what Van Damme is doing now that his acting career is gone. This movie was the next thing to help you fall asleep with. Boring as hell, I can't believe I watched it. If this movie was supposed to be any good, why didn't they create something that was entertaining and good? Rate of <laughs> 3 out of 10, boring as hell, not really worth watching. So this is... Wait, then he just repeats exactly what he's just Oh no, just no, said. keep reading, keep reading. So this is what Van Damme is doing now his acting career is gone. This movie was the next thing to help you fall asleep with. Boring as hell, I can't believe I watched it. If this movie was supposed to be any good, why didn't they create something that was entertaining and good? Rate 3 out of 10, boring as hell, not really worth watching. Thank you so much, user Mr. Muggs Bradshaw, <laughs> for saying the same thing uh, twice in a row. <laughs> yeah, just want to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> yes. To get really get his point across. Mm. <laughs> yeah. This review from Greg Lanyard, he rated it 7 out of 10, and the tagline is, Stupid, but genuinely funny. <laughs> Alright, first of all, this movie is dumb. Let's just get this out of the way. If you're looking for an intelligent movie, look somewhere else. Okay, now that that's covered, this movie is hilarious. <laughs> it's not a serious, realistic, or high-budget movie, and it knows that. Definitely doesn't take itself seriously at all, which just compounds the humor exponentially. This movie is very self-aware that it is an exaggerated caricature of the trope it's based on. If you don't like swearing, poop jokes, or you're looking for a cerebral, deep storyline, don't watch it. <laughs> if you're planning on doing some light-hearted laughing for an hour and a half, put it on. I mean, that's all true. That's really fair. Actually. And yeah. four out of four people found it helpful. Ooh, ooh make that seven out of seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now I have some super short letterbox reviews. I have three of them. 
So this first letterbox review is by Dave Wayne, who gave it one and a half stars out of five. And Dave says, I don't know why I saw this. I was alone, vulnerable. I regret it now. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Dave. From a deep place. I know. Uh, this one is by Petey Dude Man, uh, who gave it two out of five stars. And they say, would have been a masterpiece if... JCVD was casted in every role. And I agree. (laughs) I think that would have been. And uh, the last review that we have here is by Rick U. Rai? Ray? R-A-I. Who gave it two out of five stars. And Rick says, I will fully admit that even though I only gave this two stars, I laughed quite a bit. Very funny stuff at times and completely tasteless. You can like (laughs) bad movies as well. That's really yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And that's the whole point of our podcast is finding uh, some hidden gems amidst all the bad movies. Mm-hmm. Some diamonds in the rough. Ooh, if you will. yes. Shakespeare invented that too. I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to. I'm not going to get me twice in a row. <laughs> Once was good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, filled my quota for the day. The thing is, I started to say, oh, really? And then I was like, mm. <laughs> So that was what the good people of the internet thought of this movie. Now we're gonna talk about our own reviews. If you're new to Bad Movie Sunday, we rate all the movies we watch on what we call the Goldblum scale, mm. which is a scale of bad movies. One out of ten being like so bad could barely finish it. Ten out of ten being honestly for a bad movie, not that bad. Sebastian, you're our guest today. What did you think of this movie? I'm gonna go with like a nine out of ten. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like I fully, when I started this movie and it started with like the office stuff, I pulled out my phone. (laughs) I was like, okay, we're just going to power through. (laughs) And then something happened and I put my phone down and I didn't pick it up again. I just kept being surprised and being like, what's going to happen next? A miracle of science. It kept kept me on my toes. Like, I didn't know what was coming next. And I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. Nice. Ashley? I weirdly really agree this time. I think I'm going to go with a solid eight. Just because there were a lot, a lot, a lot of, like, poop jokes and fart jokes and that kind of thing, Mm. which, you know, everyone has their own sense of humor. Personally, that's not really my thing. I've never really found, like, fart jokes or anything that funny. Um, but for them, like, there were a lot of other jokes in the movie that were really funny. And I was, like, genuinely laughing a lot of the time. Same thing, I wasn't bored watching it. A lot of these movies that we watch on here tend to drag on and feel like they're, like, three hours long. This one, like, I wasn't bored at any point watching this movie. Also, like, it reminded me a lot of, like, Lost (laughs) and Lord of the Flies and stuff. And I love Lost. So, I don't know. I really liked it. I'm gonna go, like, solid eight. Maybe eight and a half. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna go same. I'm gonna go not just eight. I'm gonna give another half for the peeing on the corpse scene (laughs) that reminded me of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Solid eight and a half. Like you guys said, I was laughing like consistently through it. It had surprisingly good editing and cinematography. The acting was like pretty good. Like I hated Phil, (laughs) was rooting for Adam Brody, and it was, it surprised me like a lot. Just reading the description I didn't think it would be this good, but you know what? I liked it. The thing is, from the poster, it looks like a typical bad movie, you know, Uh that you're never going to watch, not going to like. 
the poster did not do it justice at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? I think you should all watch this. This is a super unknown movie, um, but I think it deserves a little more recognition. Mm -hmm. It's really good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys have seen this movie or you have other movies to recommend to us, you can always find us on Letterboxd and Twitter. We're at, at BMS Podcast on both. And for our Gmail, it's badmoviesundaypodcast at gmail.com. And thank you, Sebastian, for coming on and choosing this amazing movie. Like, it is amazing. <laughs> thank you for having me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say so. You're just like, yeah, okay. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, and thank you, Ashley, for being so gullible and uh, oh, you're welcome. Letting That's me joke around with you. <laughs> and thank you all for listening. I'm Amy. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sebastian. And we will see you next, next week.